from the historic river market in downtown Kansas City, Missouri, from the crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it's Two Douchebags and a Microphone Podcast. The apocalypse just happened. You don't know what to do. You don't know where to go. But we can tell you what you can eat. Elderberries can be a delicious and tasty treat in the wild. During an apocalypse, this can be a great go-to food because it is also medicinal. It helps with inflammation to headaches and also maybe you're sore from uh, running from that radioactive antelope or whatever. Take some elderberries. Maybe you can run a little bit faster and get away from the damn thing. with Mark. Hmm. Let's see. If a worm could talk, would it be argumentative? Hmm. I may never know. Douchebags and a microphone. I am Mark. And I am Rob. Alrighty. Uh, so, Rob, how was your day? It was pretty good. Just got a spur of the moment visit from my grandson good. and daughter. So. Good. That's cool. Yeah. Got to see the little tyke, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well needed. Well, Papa needed some time. Great therapy, isn't it? Always, always. Good. Good, good to hear. My day was good. I worked all day, but I don't care. It's all right. Eh, I'll be there tomorrow. So. The main thing is is the Baltimore Ravens lost and the Cincinnati Bengals lost. So, I'm a happy camper. That's good. Oh, yeah, my, my brother's not going to like that the Ravens lost. That's his oh, is he, that's his team? Okay. Yeah. Well, Chiefs and Ravens. Okay, well... Yeah. Okay. Um, well, we're Chiefs fans, so we can celebrate. Your brother, probably not, so. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, uh, Dr. Pepper has uh, launched a limited edition flavor that will my, it will likely make your lips tingle. If you can get your huh. hands on it, that is. The soda, known as Dr. Pepper Hot Take, is more fiery take on the original 23 flavors enhanced with by spicy peppers to give it a real kick. You can only get a bottle of the new fizzy uh, concoction. Uh, it's launched Wednesday. If you sign up for for or are already a member of uh, Pepper Perks Reward Program, you know everybody's doing reward programs. I'll, I'll bet you. Oh yeah, I'll bet you a few old homes are like, "Hey, man, you give us uh, three, you're dead, and we'll give you one dead free." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just join our, uh, join our, uh, um, whoever and sons uh, um, perk program, and uh, it, that's you can bury a loved one on us. Yay! So, caskets still cost though. Oh, always. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Pepper has taken bold flavor steps with the launch of Dr. Pepper Hot Take, and it is a testament to our commitment to bringing fans sensational new products. Every year, we celebrate college football fandom with a new flavor. Uh, so this new flavor this year is Hot Take, a well-loved tradition of sport and spice. So Dr. Pepper, uh, John Alvaro, Alvarado wrote the announcement. And came out with it, and um, okay. I mean, I, I'll give it a try. There's something a little bit more disturbing going on, though. Have you heard of Buffalo Pepsi? Oh, I haven't. It's a thing, especially with the with the Bills Mafia, the Buffalo Bills uh, uh, fandom. Okay. Yeah. What they do up there in certain other places, uh, they take buffalo sauce. And they pour it in their Pepsi and drink it. 
Oh, that's where I figured you were going with that. Yes. So, we just tried butter coffee. Are you willing to take the uh, Buffalo Pepsi challenge with me? Just grab a jar of buffalo sauce and put some in a Pepsi? Yes. Let's do it, brother. Okay. Um, should we tentatively get next Saturday evening's podcast? Next Saturday. Okay. All right. Spit shake. Spit on your hand. <coughs> All right. There we go. There you go. All right. It's in, it's in stone now. We did a spit shake. So, along of these lines is, you know, uh, Dr. Pepper's celebrating the college football and NFL season and the whole, you know, football season with our new flavor. Well, once again, peppermint is upon us. Do you know that, Rob? Peppermint everything. Yeah, yeah, I'm hearing Christmas songs on the radio already. Pumpkin spice already got kicked to the curb in lieu of peppermint flavored everything. So, our good buddy, Jeffy X, sent me a list of the peppermint stuff that has failed. I mean, I don't know what else to do for... I, should I get him four hookers? And you, like, knit him some more stuff? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to get busy. Okay, I okay, Jeffy, yeah. you get four hookers on me. And uh, you get embroidered um, underwear via Rob with a secret pouch to make your manhood look bigger. You can put how many socks you want in it or whatever. Stephen Piercy style, supposedly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and Rob did that. I was going to discuss it with Rob, and Rob already done it. He's like, oh, hell. He yeah, I already started it when we talked, before we talked about it. Before he put JX embroidered on his underwear, he did the he did the pouch for him. So, so Rob, you're a good man. You stick behind your people. You, uh, yes, you, did, I you did him a solid. So now he can walk around with an even bigger package. And I understand he's he's not hurting as it is. So, so Jeffy X, thank you. So you know the other day um, I was uh, running around doing errands and all of a sudden I go bink. I'm like, hmm, what's that? Oh shit, it's Jeffy X. And I said, dude, I just uncovered some peppermint stuff that failed. Get the email in ten minutes, and then the email would disappear. So I had to run to a a, a FedEx copy thing, download it there, yeah. fucking print it out. And then, uh, sure enough, just right after I got printed out, bink, it disappeared. So, I have the list of peppermint stuff that Jeffy X got us, because Jeffy X fucking rules. So, the first one, peppermint scented winter blend gasoline. You know they do summer blend and winter blend? Yeah, I, I, I don't see a problem with that. No, me neither. I think it, it would smell great, right? Yeah, you talk yeah. about being in the Christmas uh, spirit. You're putting in gasoline right. and smelling peppermint, and I mean, you know, singing ho ho ho. You know what? Well, yeah. Uh, uh, as you're spending four dollars a gallon, something's got to put you in a good mood. Yeah, that's right. It's a little peppermint coming out of the uh, little peppermint. Uh, yeah, out of the old uh, gas hole would be great. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know what their problem was with that. I don't. I have no idea why they would turn that down. But quite frankly, it, 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 it's kind of disappointing that the American public would shun peppermint-flavored winter blend gasoline. So, yeah. okay, all right. The next one, and this is a perfect one, too, and I was ready to buy some. But then I realized this is a bad list that they, that didn't make it. You know, they did some focus uh, groups and uh, other stuff, and then next thing you know, they discontinued it before it begins, so... Peppermint flavored shoe inserts. The hell's wrong with that? You know, you're working all day, your feet are a little sweaty, maybe not smell the best. Peppermint, right? That'd be perfect. Yeah, you take your shoes off and go, mm mm mm. Man, smell that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, after being on your feet all day, everybody gets a little bit of foot out. Yes. Peppermint I don't care where you are. You get a li- at least a little bit. That's right. It, co- it helped cover it up. Come on. Yeah, people would like go, hey, go ahead and take your shoes off. It smells great. They wouldn't be like, dude, keep your shoes on, please. They'd be like, go ahead, man. Yeah. You have the peppermint insoles. You're fine. Take them off all you want. Yeah, I, I think it's a good idea. Yeah, I thought so too. So, yeah. 
I, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with the American public, why they said no. I don't have answers on that. I'm just disappointed that we're not going to have peppermint-flavored shoe insults. So, okay. The next one. I think I agree with this one, Rob, as much as I like to motherfuck everything. Peppermint-flavored lasagna failed. I, I, I think I get it. No. Yeah. No. I... I mean, the only thing no. I could think of is, is, you know, sometimes they put parsley on lasagna. It, it's like a breath thing. It's supposed to make your breath smell better. That's where the idea of parsley came on food. It's supposed to yeah. make your breath smell better. Well, I mean, they could put a little, like, little peppermint, like, flakes on top of it instead of parsley, maybe, right? No. No? no. no. Okay, all right. No. Well, then we'll just leave that one right there. Stick with the parsley. Okay, all right. We'll stick with the parsley. Next one. Peppermint flavored distilled water. I, I mean, you know, if you gotta use like I use distilled water in my uh, um, in my uh, humidors for cigars, you have to use it because if not, it will cause a fungus. Yeah, you know, regular yeah. water will cause a fungus on the cigars. So um, yeah. I think the distilled water smell like peppermint's fine with me. I mean, I I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? So, but you know what? The public that was in on this, they turned it down. They said, no, we do not want peppermint-flavored distilled water. So, yeah, I, I don't know what to say. I'm kind of flabbergasted like you guys are. I know you guys are standing there with your mouth open going, what? So are we. I know a few people that would actually drink it. Yeah, yeah, why not? Take a couple of gulps of that. Be a, be a man, yeah. man. Fuck, hell yeah. So, anyhow... It, we're not going to get it, uh, so... Next one. Peppermint-flavored dish soap. Again, everything smells like peppermint, you're happy. Oh, Why no. not? We got women. Yeah, this is a tough crowd. Whoever they went up against oh, on this, it's a tough crowd. Gotcha. Yeah, they're like, no dish soap, no shoe insult, no gasoline. Lasagna, we kind of see. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Really, really, yeah, I, we're just not going to get them. I, I'm sorry, guys. I didn't mean to tease you like that. And then you're like, oh, my God, peppermint-flavored dish soap sounds great. No, you're not going to get it. It was turned down. Denied. So, the next one, and I love this one, peppermint-flavored billy clubs. Now, think about it, okay? There's a guy running from the cops, right? He just broke in, did a smashing grab, right? He's running down the road, and they're like, you know, you see him on the, that PD Patrol Live and all those shows, right? Yeah. Okay. So, they're running down the road, and they have to smack him with a club to get him to fucking, you know, lie down, right? Well, wouldn't it make him in a better mood if he smelt peppermint after they blasted him with a club? Right? Yeah. Uh, or do you think that's the too... The only problem I see with that uh-huh. is wouldn't the peppermint act kind of like a smelling salt? So you knock them out. Yeah, and, and then the it brings them back. Automatically maybe. wakes them up from the scent. You know what? Maybe that's what Maybe that's what the uh, the crowd that did the focus group was thinking is, is they're like, you know what? We don't need this guy waking back up, so you know what? Forget it. We we just yeah, because then you gotta whack him again. Yeah, you know what? You're right. Okay, and then they wake back up. It's a never-ending process. You know what? You're right. You're right. Yeah. And not only that, but the peppermint may may make the cops in a better mood, and they may let him go. Well, good may, point. Yeah, they may good be like, point. man, you know, Merry Christmas. We know you just killed five people and and did a smash and grab at the jewelry store, but you know what? We know that you erred, and everybody's human. So, Merry Christmas. So, you might have a point there. That could happen. This I next, say we leave that one up to the officers. You know what? You're right. If they want peppermint flavored Billy clubs, yeah. then that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. They should have that right. That's I think so. They go to I think at every every one of these PD stations, they should have peppermint. Uh, 
flavored and non-peppermint flavored billy clubs. Would that solve it? Yeah. So if they were yeah. wants a peppermint flavor, they can just go grab one and go, you know what, I'm in a festive mood tonight. I'm going to get a peppermint one. And then some nights are like, you know what, I, I'm fucking sick of this. I want a regular scented billy club where I can just beat the shit out of people because that's what I want to do tonight. So problem solved, right? Yeah. All right. We are too good, Rob. We are too good at this. I mean, we, we just solve everything. Comes on our desk, we fucking get it through. And we do our job. That's right. Next one, peppermint-flavored shock collars. I, how can you go wrong with that? Someone getting the shit shocked out of them or a dog or something, and they smell peppermint, so it's not as bad. They calm down. Yeah, they'd be like, oh, fuck that. Oh, is that peppermint? Yeah, that still hurts, but that's peppermint, and I don't care. I don't. You can do whatever. You can fucking chop my balls off. It's fine. I smell peppermint. Yeah. yeah. But no, no, uh-uh. The next one I love because this can target people to uh, to get you that you know, like you need a certain demographic. Peppermint flavored vaccines. Right. I could see that. Yeah. You know, you got you got some people that are kind of like, I don't know if we want to do another vaccine or not. I don't know. <laughs> well, I, we, we already did a couple of jabs. I'm not sure if we need any more. And then the nurse breaks out with their peppermint flavored. First in line right here. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, again, solving the problems. Ah. It comes on our desk. It gets it gets through to the other side. That's just the way we roll, boys. That's the way we roll. You're welcome, America. Right, Rob? Yes. You're, You're welcome. very welcome. We do this because we care. All right. Move well, I'm on. telling you, they got to rethink the peppermint insoles. They I, I know that they is a that. great idea. I, I'm going to write Dr. Scholes. And say, hey, look, don't ask how I found this out, but I know what you guys did. I know that you know you're going to come out with peppermint-flavored shoe insoles. Do it. I challenge you to do it. Let's both break them yeah. up an email. You want to do it? You want to do one too? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be. I'll, I'll add one in with you. I'll go a step further. Everybody out there in podcast land, send Doctor Shoals a message and encourage them to continue on the peppermint-flavored shoe insoles program so the next one oh I agree with this one Rob peppermint flavored squid something's got to help it yeah <laughs> the squid ain't doing it for me on its own that's for fucking sure yeah yeah, well, I yeah. can't stand seafood anyhow. I think I told this story before. But anyhow, I think I did last podcast, actually. But anyhow, I can't... Uh, yeah, uh, I don't like seafood anyhow, so it doesn't matter to me. But if I did, it would not be squid. So, <laughs> all right. Next one. Peppermint-flavored sushi. Something's got to make that garbage smell good and edible, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I say. Yeah. Okay there. You're all right. That's not my choice of food. No, nope, nope, me neither. My opinion. And last, but not least, and I love this idea, and I think it might have been Pandora that came up with the idea and then nixed it. Peppermint flavored two douchebags in a microphone winter episodes. Oh, come on. I know. I think it was Pandora that brought it up. And they were all gung-ho with it. And then um, they did a couple of focus groups, and people said, no, we want our two douchebags and a, and a microphone. We want it regular scented. So, I, I mean, I, I would have loved it at least on one winter episode. Let's, you know what? Hang on, hang on, Rob. How about next Saturday, after we uh, do our Buffalo Pepsi Challenge, yeah. Why don't we go ahead and do a peppermint flavored episode, just on our own. All right. Okay. 
You know what, guys? You're getting a peppermint-flavored episode next uh, next Saturday. So we'll let you know. That way you can scratch and sniff it, you know, wherever you're listening to us, your car, at work, at home. Okay, so we'll let you know. That way you can sniff us and smell the peppermint. Does that sound, does that sound reasonable, Rob? Oh, let's make it happen for our fans. All right, we're going to make it happen for our fans. Next Saturday, peppermint-flavored, two douchebags and microphone, special heartwarming winter... Christmas episode. You're welcome, America, again. Again. We give. That's what we do. We give. Yeah. Yeah. So, that rounds off the list, Rob. Um, and real quick, while we are all on, like, Dr. Peppers and stuff like that, I'll go ahead and cap this segment off. Real quick, um, Wendy's is looking to make everyone's hump day a little more enjoyable for the rest of the year. Starting November 8th, the fast food chain is offering customers a free six-piece chicken nuggets with any purchase every Wednesday for the rest of 2023, the company announced last Wednesday. Whether you like your nuggets classic or spicy, paired with one of our savory dipping sauces are perfectly plain, Wendy's chicken nuggets deliver with 100% white meat chicken breaded to crispy perfection. Now this is some holiday cheer we can all get behind, a release on their website said. How to get Wendy's free McNuggets, or not McNuggets, they wouldn't be McNuggets, Wendy's free chicken nuggets. The deal is available only via Wendy's app or online ordering. Customers can also redeem the offer by scanning the digital Wendy's rewards offer card and the code in the restaurant. So, if you want free nuggets, uh, chicken nuggets the rest of the year, every Wednesday, go to Wendy's, buy you a soda, a small soda, whatever, and you got free nuggets. So, and and they're pretty good too. I mean, but the, the main thing is, is the word free. So, anyhow, let's take us a little break. Everything. Let's take us a little break. And Rob, I think you had a segment you're going to go into, didn't you? We talked about yesterday. Yeah, I think it might have been a hygiene or something, Old West hygiene, or was it American? No, it was American Songwriter. Yeah, American Songwriter. And then followed closely by Asshole Hair Olympics. We will be... Well, you also wanted another homework assignment for the night also. Yes, I was going to get to that on the next uh, segment, yes. You know what, Let's let's do the surprise segment when we get back, okay? Okay, we will be right back in a couple of minutes. Hello, this is Satan. You might know me from my pet name, Inflation. I'm here to tell you that there's no better way to relax than listen to two douchebags in microphone by a nice warm fire at night. I sit there and I reflect on all the souls I burned that day. Enjoy. Next up, Things Overheard in Hell. Howard Stern just signed a 10-year contract extension. Two douchebags and a microphone says, You ever dream about eating chocolate pudding and wake up with a spoon in your ass? Just asking. You need protection from fucktards? You have people coming and fucking with you constantly. You need answers. You need solutions. Smack, Smack in the, the nuts. nuts. That's right. Smacking the nuts is what you need. Smacking the nuts. Get rid of said losers in no time flat. Smack, Smack in, in the, the nuts. nuts. Available everywhere wherever you buy self-defense items. Here are just a few testimonials from some satisfied customers. Stupid fucksack come to me. He talks stupid. He no let me go. Smell like sack of shit. He spit talk all over. I remember smacking balls. I use shit sack. Shit sack lie on ground. I walk off. Thank you, smacking the balls. You saved me from smelly, smelly spit. Well, I had this stupid son of a bitch come around me. Uh, He would not shut his fucking yapper for nothing. He gets up on me and he talks all stupid. And I didn't know what to do. I could not shake this motherfucker like a booger. Then I remember smacking the nuts. I pulled out old smacking the nuts, and that 
motherfucker went down like a sack of fucking potatoes. Thank you, Smackin' the Nuts. You saved me once again from stupid motherfuckers. Smackin' the Nuts. Don't leave home without it. We both had an assignment the other day that we have completed. And this is playful. This is not mean-spirited, not trying to hurt anybody. No, not being mad at them, just playfully. Yeah, yeah, a little ha-ha, you know, shits and giggles, hee-hees, all that, okay? One famous person gets a flick in the balls. One famous person gets a yank on the nipple. And one famous person gets a playful bite on the ass cheek. So, Rob, I look to you, and who did you pick and why for a flick in the balls? Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> if you remember right, yes. on the episode where we could stop time, uh-huh. I wanted to see I have yet to find out, so I'm going to flick it, flick it. I got you. You want to find out if the deal was done, right? Yeah, I want to know if he went all the way or not. Or if he pussed out and said, no, nah, I'm going to keep the fucking dang yeah. joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. going to keep the farm animal, you know. Yeah. You know, because he's not very specific on whether he kept the farm animal or not, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, okay. Mine is Jamie from Progressive. He just looks Ooh. he looks like he needs a flick on his balls, doesn't he? <laughs> he looks like he'd like it. He may like it, yes. But I'm going to wear a couple of gloves, okay? And I'm going to make sure that there's other people around when I do it. And then yeah, I'm you gonna, definitely want Yeah, I'm going to flick him in the balls and I'm going to leave. No explanation. Sound fine? Sound right? I think that's the way Sounds to do good it. To me. Okay. All right. Okay. Next, the yank on the nipple. Who does it go to, and why, Rob? Elvira. <laughs> Another great one. Okay. Well, she's allegedly gay, so I don't think she'd mind. I know I wouldn't. Yeah, you know what? Why not? Why not? You know she, what? Hey, she was a childhood heart You, you know, know what? And she's uh, she's too old to like really hurt you when she hits you. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a win-win. I like your thought process, Rob. I think that's great. Mine, the Thank yank, you. the yank on the nipple goes to Vince from Sham Wow. Remember I him? Like that one? Yeah, too. yeah. I think it'd be funny just go up and go, Yo, man, what you doing? You're yanking your fucking nipple, Vince. What are you going to do about it? Yo, man, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, shut up, Vince. Here. <laughs> I I think he would be a great candidate for a nipple yank. Yeah, he would be. Yeah, yeah, he might get a little upset at first, but then you calm him down, you know, and you give him a, I don't know, a, um, a, a bowl of pasta or something, you know, whatever. Half a watermelon, whatever. Yeah, whatever Vince likes. So, all right. Next, bite on the ass cheek. Who and why? I think I, I. This is the one that I had to thought about. Me too. I I had to go with Uncle Cy Robertson from Duck Dynasty. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you don't I have think to explain that to me. Reaction would be hilarious. Exactly, I already understood that before you even said it, Rob. <laughs> yeah, his reaction oh, would be classic. Hell and tarnation's going on back there. <laughs> <laughs> Who in the devil is biting my ass cheek? Why this shit ain't right? 
I best I, I, I best go, I best go get me something and protect my ass. <laughs> Alrighty. Mine bite on the ass cheek goes, it's a tie between two people. Dustin Hoffman. I have no reason for it all. I don't know why I want to bite him on the ass cheek, but I do. I can understand that. <laughs> Maybe it's just a reaction, like you said. Maybe it's that. But I think it'd be fucking fantastic to run up there, fucking yank his trousers down, and then run off. Yeah. But he probably has that old person stench, too, so... Mm. He needs yeah, peppermint, well, he know, needs peppermint he needs peppermint underwear. Uh, what were you saying? I said, you know Uncle Si would need. Oh, would yeah, oh, oh God, yeah, Uncle Si, his fucking ball gravy roux, he's yeah. going in. Yeah, yeah. And then the uh, the tie is with Dustin Hoffman and Jake from State Farm. All right. Jake from State Farm is needed an ass, ass bite. Um, either. Either. Okay. Either. Either one. If your name is Jake from State Farm, you get an ass bite. A, a playful bite on the ass cheek. So, alright, Rob. So, uh, so, if you're sitting in a State Farm office, you better be watching to see if your name's Jake or not. If your name's Jake, you better fucking watch out for your ass cheeks, because they're going to get bit. And it's nothing personal. We love you. Yeah. It just it's needs, it needs to happen. So, all right. Great assignment, Rob. Thank you for uh, pulling through and getting that done in a very prompt manner. I did, too. We're going to do more of them. It's going to be a regular segment. So, all right, Rob. We turn to you. You had a very interesting list you told me about after the show last night. I'm ready to hear it. And I think so is America and surrounding countries all over. Well, it is. And another American songwriter. I tell you what, I cannot pick my favorite between this and Old West Hygiene. Both of them are so fucking good. So, anyhow. Okay, this one is four classic rock songs to play backwards for eerie messages. I bet I already did, but go ahead. The first one? I'm so tired. The Beatles. In what the is mid 1960s, there was a rumor that Paul McCartney had died mm-hmm. and had been replaced by a body double. That idea was confirmed when people listened to certain songs from the black band played backwards, including "I'm So Tired," which seems to have John Lennon saying, "I miss him." Other songs like Strawberry Fields also seen that messages. Like Lynn saying, I buried Paul O. Mm hmm. Yeah. Okay, number two. They're away to heaven. Yeah. There have long been rumors about Led Zeppelin guitarist Jimmy Page being into the occult. He lived in Alistair Crowley's house. Uh huh. He lived in Aleister yeah. Crowley's old home. He admitted he was in the cult and he was a heroin addict. Yeah. And and is suspecting fans needed any more evidence? Allegedly on all that. Allegedly. Play the group's famous hit "Stairway to Heaven" backward to hear lead singer Robert Plant say lyrics like, "Oh, here's my sweet Satan." Yes, it goes drinking whiskey in a cup. Here's to my sweet Satan. Here's to my sweet Satan. And then it goes on to some other stuff that is not so legible that they claim they say, but I've never heard what they actually say. I've listened to that backmasking. I've listened to some of the Beatles. The Beatles one that they're talking about in specific is clear as day. It was meant to be in there. Um, Paul is a dead man. I miss him so. I miss him so. Yeah. And that's not in just one song. That's in three songs, and it's plain as day. Ringo Starr recently came out, not too long ago, and said that Paul McCartney was replaced by that cop up in Canada, and then he did die. 
But I find that hard to believe. How can you find someone that looks like him and can sing and has a musical talent like him? Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. Maybe it's Ringo just trying to stir up shit. But I've always had trouble believing that, even though how kind of weird and cool it is, especially being a teenager, you know, and seeing this stuff. But anyhow, go ahead with your list. I'm getting sidetracked. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. You're fine. It's a short list anyway. Okay. Okay, number three. 665 by Soundbird. What does that say in it? The Seattle-born grunge band Soundgarden offers an interesting song to this list. Their track 665, which of course is one numeral off the devilish 666. Yeah, we used to tease around and call it Neighbor of the Beast. Includes the backwards lyrics, Santa is king. Santa is king. Hail Santa. <laughs> Not quite Hail Satan, but maybe that's why the band piled it six. You know what they were doing was they were making fun of backmasking. <laughs> I love that. That's what it sounds like to me. I was a huge Chris Cornell fan, even his solo stuff, and he did have a sense of humor. And I could see him and Kim Thal and all those guys getting together and going, ha ha ha, let's not do Satan, let's do Santa. I, I, I think it's brilliant. I love it. And I'm going to have to YouTube yeah. it and listen to that. I love that. <laughs> Go ahead, Rob. And number four, finally. Okay. Another One Bites the Dust by Queen. What does that say? This, I'm not sure if I ever knew that one. This energetic hit from the British-born rock band Queen also includes a secret message. It's that dastardly if you believe cannabis is the devil's weed, like some. Indeed, frontman Freddie Mercury sings backwards. It's fun to smoke marijuana. Oh, I did. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's somewhere he's like going It's a little on. hard to decipher, but it's definitely there. That's one of them that they say is there, but I'm not so sure it is. Um, I think yeah. they're stretching a bit, yeah. but it's when he's going. You bite the duck day, that bite the duck. You know how he does that on that yeah, song. Yeah. You know he's just doing his Freddy stuff. He's making noise. He's making sound. It sounds good. Um, I'm not so sure that's in there. That could have been a byproduct of not really speaking anything and just speaking song. You know. So. Yeah, very well could. Yeah, yeah, but who knows? Anyhow, anyone that did back masking was actually brilliant. Because yeah. what they did was teenagers like me went home, spun the record backwards, and ruined them, and then had to buy another one. And then you told friends, hey, I heard this message in here. And they're like, oh, bullshit. And then you play it for them, and then you're on the hook for another record. It was brilliant. Brilliant. I, I went through tons of I went through We all did. Too. We all did. We didn't have YouTube or anything yeah. like that back then in the 80s to... Uh, to, um, you know, go, hey, uh, YouTube, I want to hear the backmasking of Led Zeppelin. Bink takes you there, because you can do that right now. All this backmasking, the Pink Floyd one, um, ELO. Um, let's yeah. see. Music yeah. is reversible, time is not. Turn back, turn back. That's ELO. Um, Pink Floyd, congratulations, you have found our backmasking. You win a car or something like that, or you win something. I forgot exactly what it was. Um, there's been a lot of groups making fun of backmasking that have came out yeah. with like clear-cut messages that they that they did put in there. So, anyhow, pretty cool, cool, Rob. I like that a lot. So, yeah, I liked it too. Cool. So, we got this little hairy asshole Olympics thing hanging in the air here. We got to start uh, working on. We begin a little lazy on it. So, Rob, you have the list. So, would you I like have to? My list. Well, okay. I have my list somewhere. Go ahead and start with your list, and I'll. Oh, well, I've got two of yours. I've okay. got two of yours. Well, just read off your list, and I'll read off mine. I have it here. I found it the other day. I just got to find it. So, while okay. you're doing that, I'm going to be pilfering through my uh, shit. And uh, find my list. 
Oh, I found it right there. No more pilfering. I got it. There you go. See, just like that, it's solved. All right, still, Rob, go ahead. Okay, first off, I'm going to throw in my actual final contestant of the original number two before we added others. Okay. Miss Robin Williams. Okay. Um, who's he going against? Uh, well, your final one, Zach Galifianakis. I'm going to have to go with Zach. That fucking, that hair on his face and his chest is unbelievable. Actually, I'm thinking... I let Topher might say on this. You want to think you wanna... it had to do with age. Okay, you know what? We're gonna I'm gonna send that to Topher. No, no, I'm I'm gonna go with Zach too. Oh, okay. Alright. Zach Because of Robin well plus Robin is no longer with us, but still. His age. Okay. Alright, so. Zach G gets the first round there. Alrighty. <clears throat> Next up. Uh, how about how about Hank Hank Jr. versus Rob Zombie? I will say that's about the only one I got left. I have a couple of more. I have a couple of more, but anyhow. Yeah, I know you do. Um, I'm going to think Rob Zombie because Hank is quite a bit older. I think yeah. his his asshole hair is probably falling out too. And I think Rob Zombie is in his prime. He's got hair everywhere. And also, I go back to dreads like you do. Yep. Alright, so Rob Zombie takes that one. Okay. Next one. Mick Foley won against you per Topher. So, do you want to bring out a wild card to go against him, or do I want to? I got one more wild card. You got a wild card you want to throw against Mick Foley, or you want me to do it? Oh, I'm sure on people, so I guess I need to. Okay. Let's go, Mr. Bob Marley. Oh. Let's go back to the dreads. Oh, wow. You know what? I'm willing to give this one to Topher. I am at a standstill on this. I don't know who to go for. Because Mick Foley has got hair everywhere. But Bob Marley has dreads. What do you think? What's your take? Yeah, I think we're going to have to hand that one to Topher. All right. Okay. Bob Marley versus Mick Foley. Okay, and that goes to Topher. All right, okay. Now, we're going to have to talk off the air about how we're going to introduce them to the other ones and all that. We'll figure out a schedule. Um, um, how to uh, start battling them against each other? We can yeah. talk. We can talk that out in a little bit um, after after we get done with this podcast. I've got several different ideas of how we can do it. We can even introduce some more people if you want to do another crop, or if you want to gather everything that we've done together and then have them face off and come up with like two or three winners to go against everybody else. We can do that. So, all right, that is this edition of Asshole Hair Olympics. Um, one of them's up in the air. It's going to go to Topher and he will make the deciding vote. And so, let's take us a little break and uh... Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. You look like you smell like cheese. Oh, oh shit. shit. What's, What's that, that over there? there? Oh, oh no. no. 
This, this is Island, Island of Horrible, Horrible Jokes. jokes. It's easy to convince ladies not to eat Tide Pods. It's harder to deter gents. <laughs> Somewhere in the heavens, your great Grammy Gertrude is crying because her little Bebo is listening to this film. Next up, things overheard in hell. The brand new Kale Cola started selling nationwide yesterday. Think about what's just happened. You don't know what to do. You don't know where to go. But we can tell you what you can eat. Garlic mustard could and should be a go-to food during an apocalypse. Garlic mustard is plentiful everywhere. It is actually an invasive weed, but it can be very delicious and easily taken from about any pasture. Garlic mustard can be stewed or even pan-fried for delicious taste. It can also be added to other ingredients, whether it's a salad or any other type of food to enhance it. Garlic mustard should be a go-to staple during the apocalypse. As much fun as an electric can opener to the scrotum, two douchebags in a microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. Um, did you did you read or hear about the Tyreek Hill story? What he did in Germany? No, I didn't. I actually love this, Rob. Tyreek Hill he goes undercover to surprise Chiefs fans in Germany. People had no idea who he was. He wore a really good disguise. Look it up online. There's actual video because he had it filmed. Some of it. Tyreek Hill still holds okay. some warm feelings towards his former team, the Chiefs, and their fans. Before last week's game between the Dolphins and the Chiefs kicked off in Frankfurt, Hill decided to surprise a lucky Chiefs fan on the streets who was uh, in town for the game. But he did this to a few people, not just this one guy. The seven-time Pro Bowler dressed in the disguise, which included a long wig, mustache, and beard. He even spoke in a different accent so fans wouldn't suspect him. He went around the various fans wearing Chiefs attire on the street asking if they would be interested in being in an NFL video. Many fans turned him down without knowing whose invitation they were declining. Then one fan accepted the challenge. The fan admitted that Hill was the number one player on his fantasy team. Once the fan named a multitude of famous athletes based on their photo, Hill took off his disguise and completely shocked the fan. He thanked him for all the fantasy points the fan did. Hill currently leads the NFL with 1,076 receiving yards and eight receiving touchdowns through nine games, but he got none of them with, against the Chiefs, and he only got 60 yards, and he gave up the fumble for the touchdown. But despite the great year Hill is having, the Chiefs got the better of him and the Dolphins on Sunday, winning 21 to 14. The ex-wife of late, um, oh wait a minute, that's a different story. Shit. Okay. <laughs> Shit, it got me, man. It folded over, and I'm like, hey. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Oops. All right. So I love that. I think that's great. I was going to say, who's that wife? <laughs> no, this is an interesting story here if you want if you want to hear it. You know that uh, Jamie Lane's, uh, Janie Lane of Warren, he's dead now. But yeah. uh, when he was alive, um, I guess, uh, well, it would have had been when he was alive. He was like drugged and raped by his producer is what Bobby Brown says his former wife the ex-wife of late Warren frontman Janie Lane has said the vocalist told her that he was drugged and raped by a member of a heavy metal band and their manager early in his career the model and author who appeared in a video for Warren's 1990 hit single Cherry Pie was speaking with Fox News about her new book Cherry on Top Flirty 40-something and funny as fuck is what the name of the book is. So anyhow, the, the web... Uh, That's interesting. Yeah, the website pointed to her comments that Lane 
uh, could have used the Me Too movement if it had been around prior to his death in 2011. Brown replied at the moment he admitted he was drugged and raped by a member of a famous heavy metal band and their manager. It was devastating to hear. He admitted this before his death. So that could be why he was so tortured. He really was. Uh, yeah. I mean, he could not get off alcohol and drugs and, you know, despite all his success and everything, he was a miserable person and this would explain a lot of that. So, find it interesting that, uh, that that went on. I would like to know what famous heavy metal band that was and who did it. It would be nice to know. Yeah, that, it? that would be interesting to know. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that one kind of caught me off guard when I read it. I'm like, what? Really? So, anyhow. While we're speaking music... During an appearance on yesterday, uh, um, this is uh, a couple weeks ago, and this will be uh, the Halloween episode of Sirius XM's Trunk Nation with Eddie Trunk, Motley Crue guitarist Mick Mars was asked why the songs he recorded back in 2016 with former Motley Crue singer John Karabi are not including in his upco- upcoming uh, debut solo album, which me and Davey are fucking... Man, we, we heard some of that stuff and we really liked it. And we were hoping that the stuff with John Karabi would come out on Mick Mars' album because I love the stuff they John did with John Karabi. I would not call it Motley yeah, Crue. Cool. I would not call it Motley Crue. It's not Motley Crue. But it's like um, it, it was three members of Motley Crue with John Karabi. But it was a great band. They sounded great. So, um, I was really anxious to hear this music, and they put out some snippets like six years ago, seven years ago, and then um, I watched John Karabi down at the scene nightclub in Independence, and he's and he had a little question thing in between songs. He said, you know, you guys got a question for me, just ask, and he goes, I'm sick and tired of talking about the Mick Mars thing. He goes, last I knew, it was all uh, all up to him. I recorded everything I was supposed to do, and he is supposed to put the finishing touches on it. But he said, I have not heard anything else from him. So, I don't know. So, anyhow, um, okay, uh, he, it's not included in his new album coming up, The Other Side of Mars, Mick said, as transcribed by Blabbermouth. I felt the songs were just a little not strong enough, and there's a certain person that kind of interfered with that, and I'm not going to say his name, but he kind of like messed some things up. The songs were wrong, parts in there that shouldn't be in there, and blah blah blah. It isn't a long story, but it was kind of like, this ain't going to fly, so I shelved it. Asked by host Eddie Trunk to clarify that it was a third party who was involved in the project, not Karabi. Who, who kind of mucked it up, Mick said, yeah, I was kind of duped. That's all I have to say by a third party, and that's it. That's all. I got rid of him and went on and searched for other people. I mean, look, I found Michael Wagner after a while. He lives just down the street. I'm really happy and satisfied with the album. And he really did not offer that much more about John Karabi, and I don't quite understand why he wouldn't want to work with John Karabi. I, I mean, it kind of almost seems like he doesn't want to work with him, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, I don't know why. So, um, that's too bad, because I view John Karabi, from what I know and can see and heard and listen to him, as a pretty decent dude. So, oh, whatever. I guess we probably won't get any music like that, it doesn't sound. So, I just hope that Mick does a little tour. I will go see him wherever he lives in Nashville. If he would do one in Nashville, I would fly to Nashville an hour flight, no problem, and go see him there. So come on, Mick. Love to see you. Don't want to see you. Well, you hit the filthy bean while we're there. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 We have to. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. I bet he's getting upset with us. Rick is. Rick is. I talked him off the ledge the other day. He said, "Man, he said everything was going so good." And I said, look, we got to get some logistics stuff figured out, but we will be there. Yes, so he said, we okay. Will, we oh, and he's still pissed off about the chocolates. <sighs> I know. 
He said something about that. He said, if if I buy you guys to stay at the Omni again, well, he gets them on points. He doesn't buy them. He has them. But right. he said, if you guys touch my fucking chocolates, that's it. I promised him. Rob, you and I cannot touch his chocolates like me and Topher did. I didn't know that was going to upset him so bad because I said, you bring the chocolates okay. to me. Okay, I'll bring my own. I'll bring my own too. I didn't know it bothered him that so bad. So Rick, I know you listen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about the chocolates. I can't rewind what I did. All I can do is go forward very humbly and tell you I'm sorry and it will never happen again. Your chocolates are your chocolates and every day I will harvest them from the pillow when I come in the room. Right? And and you haven't even met me yet. You gotta give me a chance. Yeah, yeah, come on. That was me and Topher. Be fair about that. Yes, come on. Now, Rob has never stolen any of your chocolates like me and Topher have. So we beg you to please give Rob a chance. Rob would have smacked me in the head and said, No, Mark, don't take the man's chocolates. Me and Topher, we have no control. We just grabbed him and started munching. So, so there you go. It won't happen again. He doesn't believe me. He thinks I'm going to eat his fucking chocolates. You know this. Well, we'll we'll see what happens. Okay. All right. Well, Rob, you got anything you want to say? Any stories you want to say? Yeah, I got another another little story. Actually, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Although scientists may debate the topic for generations to come, thousands of fans who gathered at the Golden Gate Theater on Sunday, November 5th, all agree on the exact year when mankind began its de-evolution. Uh-huh. 1973. Okay. That was the birth year of Devo. <laughs> one of the strangest and most influential <laughs> bands to ever done matching yellow jumpsuits. I, I agree with that 100%. Devo ruined America. <laughs> now in their 50th year, the band, best known for their 1980 single, Whip It, has finally decided to hang up the red energy dome helmets in retirement. Oh, they are? Okay, so... At least, at least until a 100-year reunion planned for 2073. Okay, well, that, all right, we'll see him uh, in 2073 then. The band's farewell tour stopped through San Francisco for two shows this week, packing the 2,200-capacity Golden Gate Theater. Wow. Double, double sale, yeah. Cool. All right, well. They're finally hanging up their dome hats. Well, it's not like they play that much anyway. anyhow, Rob. No, no. I mean, like a show a year or two, maybe three shows. They don't tour. They they never have really been that big of tours. They, you know, they're, they've right. always been kind of like a novelty. So, you know, and they're cool. I mean, they're not my cup of tea, but I know people that legitimately like them and like their music, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just like them giving up tour and, and everything. I don't know how that's that much different than what they do now, which is practically nothing music-wise. They don't put out new albums. They don't tour. I guess they just decided to announce their retirement. I don't know. Until 2072. So. Um, all right. You know, um, Baskin-Robbins has done something pretty interesting, Rob. Right. Yeah, they came up with an ice cream turkey that you could buy for Thanksgiving. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Canton, Massachusetts, November 1st, 2023. Bring the expected home in an unexpected way this Thanksgiving, starting November 1st, Baskin Robbins is bringing together everything you love about your favorite sides in its new flavor of the month, Turkey Day Fixings. Perfectly paired with the return of the show-stopping turkey cake. These limited-time offerings are sure to make you uh, the talk of the table. All month long, sink your spoon into side dish bliss 
with turkey day fixing surprising combination of sweet potato and autumn spice ice creams mixed with honey cornbread pieces of swirls of ocean spray cranberry sauce whether you want to save your family from your suspicious casseroles or bring the main dish energy to friendsgiving the scoop will add something interesting and delicious to your traditions turkey day fixings molds uh, melts together all your favorite sweet and savory sides sweet potatoes cornbread cranberry sauce um, so not only can you buy a turkey day uh, um, ice cream you know it's so it's an ice cream turkey and you know the dark meat is going to be chocolate the white meat's going to be vanilla and everything in between is going to be something another flavor right look it up if you have any yeah. questions look it up online you can see exactly where they're going with this um, and I had no idea about the fixings till I read the article that's pretty cool with the uh, cornbread and the cranberry and the sweet potato and all that in ice cream I think it sounds great. I mean, why not go by there and get the fixings? And if it's not too crazy priced, an ice cream turkey would be fun. You show up with that, and you have the party in your fucking, you have the party in your hands right there. You know, Thanksgiving Day is kind of like, okay, family, kind of subdued, watch some football. You bring that, and you're the hero, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, people everywhere would be like, oh, geez. I mean, you know, you might have that third cousin from uh, Poughkeepsie wanting to fucking give you a gummer in the fucking closet after that, right? Maybe. Maybe. All right, then. Well, I think it's settled. You go out and get a Baskin-Robbins turkey with the fixings and be the fucking hero. And... Anyhow, um, let's see, Krispy Kreme has come out with new fall flavors, and that's raspberry, um, pumpkin pie, and some sort of a peppermint chocolate um, mousse swirl. All looks good. All looks great. Krispy Kreme is still in the holiday game. Um, if you like uh, Krispy Kreme stuff, it looks like it's worth giving it a try. Rob, do you have anything you want to uh, say or add? Yeah, I got a little story here. Alrighty. Uh, out of Florida. Okay. A woman is devastated after her 400 pound pet pig had been confiscated. Officials say they had to take it away from the owner because it served severely obese and needs veterinary care. Mm. I don't know what else to say about that. They took pork chop away from me, <laughs> said Pig Hunter Kelly Jacobson. The name is Pork Chop? <laughs> Her pork chop estimated at 400 pounds was led away not easily by the animal care and control Thursday night during eviction in Northwood Village. Um, and it goes on to say, Annette Rubisky runs a pet sanctuary called Laughing Pig about two and a half hours away in Central Florida. She says pigs like pork chop can be helped. So I guess she's got to take pork chop in. Okay. All right. I'm glad pork chop is being taken in. Yes. Yes. All right, but only in Florida. So that name kills me. I know. It's like, what are we naming? I don't know, pork chop. <laughs> in honor of all your dead relatives that were slaughtered. I don't know. <laughs> well, you, you should have seen the owner. Oh yeah. The picture of the owner. Yeah. Uh, I'll look it up. I'll look it up, and I'll. You, send you it. would understand the whole story when you see her. <laughs> I believe it. All right. Well, Rob, thank you for joining me once again. Another fine podcast is uh, is ending. Thank you guys for listening. I think the next time around we might go into our new listener in Fort Scott. We want to know who you are. Send us a message. Fort Scott, I Kansas. Do, I, I know who it is. Oh, you do know? I talked to that person today. Okay. All right. Forget it. Forget it. Yeah, uh, and I'll, Rob, give him a, I'll give him a shout out next time we. Rob and, Rob and I both saw it about the same time. We're like, hey, 
Hey, someone of Port Scott just fucking listened. <laughs> I knew I knew it was one of two people. I have family and friends in Port Scott, so yeah, that. Gets you see, me. I I didn't know I that. <laughs> so anyhow, all right. Well, next uh, next podcast, we can say hello to our new listener there. Sound good? Yeah, she said he's gonna listen to some more. So okay. Tell her to get on every computer she's around and download all our shows on every one of them, including grabbing cell phones from children. Oh, I've already told her. Okay. I've already told her. Okay, as long as she understands the rules. She knows. She okay. Knows. All right, everybody, have a great night. Thank you for listening. Have a great night, everybody. Have a good week. This is Sunday to us. Yes, so have a great week coming up. Bye. Bye. Hey, where'd everybody go? We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells. <laughs> <laughs>